Hi, welcome. I'm uh, Joe Posnanski, and with me is Molly Knight, and we're going to do a little uh, a little baseball podcast. Molly, how you doing? Doing great. And if you hear my dog George barking, um, he's just really excited because his best friend and and potential girlfriend Sheila is over. Ah. So he's like he's really um, showing out and showing off for her. So you that's, know, apologies that's, if that's a. <laughs> they're both teen. They're both adolescents. So it really smells like dog hormones in my house. <laughs> Fully, fully understood. The yeah. uh, it was I was a little uh, a couple of minutes late to this because uh, our dog uh, Wesley uh, figured out that he can knock over the garbage can in my oh. office and oh. uh, and attack things. So uh, so that's oh. it only took him ten years to figure that out. So what was in uh, the garbage? What was in the garbage can, Joe? Oh, just you know, little wrappers uh, and and uh, things like that, and that okay. he. Uh, yeah, found uh, found very enjoyable for himself. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So anyway, but once we get through the dog uh, scenarios, yeah. we are um, uh, going to be talking a little baseball. We're actually this is going to be a fun one. You know, we've, yeah, we've actually done uh, some some podcasts, baseball podcasts this year that have been a little less than fun because of the oh, lockout yeah. and and everything else. But today we're going to talk about uh, our five oh, favorite. Things going on in baseball is that is that a, what you think? Yeah, although I have one that's not a favorite, but it's just it's just such a mess. We need to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's I like, think, yeah, it's not, yeah. A, it's not like a depressing story. It's not right. like you know. It's just it's just we need to talk about it. Yeah, no, I think I think that's good. So we'll each we'll each come up with our five, and it is going to be tough with favorite because I mean sure. the Yankees are such. A big yeah. part of uh, of what's happening in baseball. Yeah. I don't think either of us would consider that a favorite sure. uh, thing, but uh, but we'll have to talk a little bit of Yankees. So we'll yeah. we'll find time to do that. But let's let's, let's start with let's the, go. Yeah, start with a few of our favorites, and and why don't you kick us off? Okay, so my number five again. This is like not so much a favorite, but something that we need to talk about is the is the mess in Anaheim. Oh my um, gosh! I have had the highest hopes for this team. I really like the G, the new newish GM. Yes, um, I, I'm a, obviously a huge Mike Trout fan. He's the best player on the planet. I I, I love Shohei Otani. I, I I love Noah Syndergaard. I I I really really felt like they were going to do something this year. I mean, at least at least get get that get a wild card spot or something. Right. And it's just been more of the same. Oh my god! And then they lost all those games in a row. And then Joe Madden like shaved his head into a mohawk to inspire them. <laughs> and then the GM went to his house to fire him and he had a mohawk. Yeah. The players never saw it. Oh my God. And then they it, all walked out to Nickelback songs and, and then they got shut out. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's basically like, I don't know, Anaheim in a nutshell. It's like Mike Trout's career in a nutshell. It's like, this is your life, Mike Trout, like yeah. this season. And now it, Rendon's down for the year. I don't even know what to say anymore. It's it's a complete and utter disaster, and you're right. It, it 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 started off that team was playing well. They they yeah. were briefly even in first place. They were they at one point had something like an uh, well above fifty percent uh, percentage chance of yeah. getting into the playoffs. Everything looked good, but now <laughs> now it's it's funny because you they lose they lose whatever twelve in a row or whatever it was. Um, yeah. They fire Joe Madden in the middle of it and, yeah. and now have some sort of 
weird interim situation there that is that will not hold Joe right. Madden that whole thing was embarrassing anyway Joe Madden had already done that weird where he intentionally walked Corey Seager oh, with that which made no sense with the base loaded right. like right. so like there's all sorts of goofy stuff happening but it looked yeah. like they were going to overcome him and now not only is that team a disaster not only is is Rendon out Rendon is signed for four more years at thirty-eight and a half million dollars a year, which I mean, is which is I mean, madness, pure I madness. Can't even, I can't even. I mean, think about that Nationals team that won the World Series. Yeah, and Strasburg and Rendon were the big, you know, the big free agent. Well, sure. Strasburg didn't leave, but both of them have been wrecked since then. Yeah. Oh, I mean, just wrecked, destroyed. And, and this is, you know, the angels have done this before, right? I mean, they, they, they gave the huge, huge contract to pools. Didn't work out. They gave the huge contract to Josh uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, which was a complete disaster. This is a complete disaster, but here's, here's the thing. They've got trout making whatever close to 40 million a year. Worth it. Uh, And he's worth it. And you hope he'll stay worth it, but he's, he's signed for several more years. You got Rendon signed for several more years at 30 and a, eight and a half million. We know that's not going to be worth it. You know, hopefully, hopefully yeah. he comes back and is at least a, a, you know, a decent player. I mean, he has, he, he's already been a disaster on that contract. And yeah. now what, what the heck are they going to do? They, there's no money to sign Shohei Otani. No, there's no money to sign Shohei Otani. And yet, could you imagine the angels letting Otani go? I mean, no. that's just, it's, it's, that team is now like, and their and their minor league system continues to be a disastrously oh bad. I mean, yeah, they're they, they're bad. That's a they, that's a bad situation. I boy. mean, they fired Joe Madden because they had to, but they need like an they need a they need an exorcism. They need an organizational <laughs> exorcism. I mean, all the coaches, all the player development, all of this. Like I watched Joe Adele run the bases, and I was like. Uh, everybody in the minor leagues needs to be fired. Yeah. Like at literally everyone. And I'm sorry if someone's listening to this and is not responsible for Joe Adele uh, staying on second base when someone hit a double off the wall that yeah. looked like it was going to be a home run. And this was, in, this was like in their losing streak when like they couldn't score a run. This was right. the day after Madden got fired. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to score three runs. It went from, you know, oh my God, they're going to score three runs to, why is Joe Adele running back to second base? What the <laughs> hell is going on? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. You no. cannot have your top prospect look like that. You just can't. I mean, no. I don't, no. and I don't know what they're doing with Reed Detmers. Like one minute, he looks amazing when he's, when he's featuring his off speed stuff, the next start he's out there, you know, throwing his fastball, which isn't that good. And he's getting lit up. I mean, what I just, I, I, I want to go there and like manage that team, but I think I would have a stroke and die. Like, yeah, I, I don't, it's, I mean, it's so it's, it's, uh, it's terrible. I mean, look, they, they've, they've got, they, they continue to have obviously uh, two of the most amazing players in baseball and Taylor Ward looks like, you know, assuming yeah. he can ever get back and be healthy. Sure. I think the guys, I think some of this is real. I mean, I don't know that yeah. he's, gonna, he's not going to hit 400 and do all the things he was doing early in the year, but I mean, he's a good hitter. He's, yeah. I think he's a legitimately good hitter. And they've got, you know, you mentioned, you, you mentioned Devers. It's, I mean, there's, there's certainly a chance there. Otani obviously on the mound is, is, right. is so much fun. And, you know, even Syndergaard hasn't been that bad, you yeah, know, for, yeah. for, you know, for picking him up and it's, and yet that team feels like it's completely on a dead end it's track. Just, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's such a weird, weird, weird organization. And I, 
and I think you're right. It's like you need an exorcism. I don't even know how you turn it around. So, so, all right, well, let that, I'm glad we got that out of the way because that's, that's a, that's a good one to start with. (laughs) I will uh, start with uh, sort of a little bit happier thing. My number five is uh, I am thrilled, even though he's, he's, you know, there's, there's some inconsistencies there. I am thrilled that we are seeing a healthy Byron Buxton. Oh yeah. That's a great, that is a, I should have had that on my list. That is awesome. It's so much fun to watch him play. It's so much fun to watch him play. And, and you know, he's, he's not, I mean, you could see, I mean, he's 28 now and he's had so many injuries. The body is not what it was. He's not a 50 stolen base a year guy. In fact, he has one stolen base all year, you know, in fact, why would you ever run him? You know, I mean, you don't, you don't want to do anything that could, uh, that could uh, affect him. And, you know, and his defense has been terrific, but it's, you know, it's not quite at that sort of incredible, impossible level that it was. Um, But the guy's a bomber. I mean, he's bombing home runs left to right. He's been on an incredibly hot streak with home runs the last couple of weeks and he's just so much fun. And that twins team might be pretty good. And, 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 you know, that, that was a team that was a huge, huge disappointment last year, but with a healthy Buxton, I mean, Correa's back and, and seems to be, you know, picking things up a little bit. Uh, You know, that was obviously their big off season signing. Uh, They've gotten some decent, and more than decent pitching out of guys like Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan. I mean, right. They're not bad, but I, but to me, the exciting part for them is one healthy season. That's all we've ever asked for Byron. I, know. I mean, I, a couple of things. One, the twins for me have always been an easy team to root for. I don't even know why that is. I think, I think it was because when I was a child, they had Kirby Puckett and he was like, sure. just absolutely, you know, lit up the screen and, and um and they've always kind of had that little underdog vibe. Oh yeah, and the definitely. fans are cool and like Look, I don't know. Want, remember baseball wanted to contract them. I oh mean Bud was talking Awful. about contracting them. Awful. And and they and they always get crushed by the Yankees in the playoffs. Yes. And, it's, and every other time, yeah. Yeah. And so for me, it's just like one of the easiest teams to root for in baseball. And I agree. I mean, I was I was uh doing a a deep dive on uh on when when uh when Jeff Luno went to the Astros and, and rebuilt that org, I mean, obviously it had a different ending than we thought at the time, but I was there in 2012 when, um, and, and with him a lot when he was trying to decide between picking Carlos Correa and, and, and Byron Buxton at one, two. And it was thought that Buxton was the, was the higher ceiling and the better talent. Um, he wound up going Correa and people thought, okay, well, he's going Correa. That was back when we had more of a system where you had to kind of figure out how to spend your money. He was going Correa so that he could also turn around and get, get McCullers, you know, sure, second round, sure. third round. I forget what it was, but, um, you know, he told me like, no, we think Correa is actually the better player. Um, and it's, it obviously looks like that for a long time with Buxton's injuries, but now to see them together on the same team, it's yeah. just crazy to me. It's, it's like, wow, these two were, were held up, you know, one and one a, and now they're teammates. Right. And, um, I mean, two yeah. generational talents right. who have each dealt with, you know, their own injuries sure. and their own, you know, neither one of them, I would say has had what you would call a very clean first few years. Right. I no, mean, no. you know, I mean, Correa's looked amazing. Then he's looked, he struggled. He's had the injuries yeah. and Buxton has just not had a healthy year. And, and right. so this is, I, I'm just thrilled to to see he is he is, you know, no matter even if his body is not quite what it once was, 
he's still one of the most fun players in baseball and, and seeing him play, you know, it's just a reason. It's a reason to tune in. I mean, there, you know, I sit there in front of the TV and I'm, you know, looking through, all right, what game do I want to watch? Oh, the twins are playing. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see Buxton play. Right. Right. Totally. 100% agreed. Excellent. All right. Your number Um, four. My number four is Tony Gonsolin. I mean, this guy was not even, he was an afterthought. He was going to be like the sixth guy in the rotation. Maybe he and, and Tyler Anderson were going to piggyback and um, off each other uh, as the fifth starter for the Dodgers. This dude is now eight. No, we don't care about pitcher wins, except when we look at his numbers and he's got a 142 ERA. Yeah. He's got, you know, 60 punches and 63 innings and, and you look and you're going, wait a minute. Okay. He's, he's a rookie who, when he came up in 2019 toward the end, then he had a second season in 2020. So it kind of gets, those guys, their development kind of got screwed up, you know, cause they, that, because of the shortened seasons and COVID and everything, but over four seasons, Gonsolin has thrown 205 innings with 208 strikeouts and he has a 241 ERA. Yeah. Like yeah. what? It's not sexy, but they can't hit him. Right. You know, and his FIP is, is um, three, three, 46. So, I mean, he's really good. Um, I think in the, in the past, I mean, he finished fourth in rookie of the year voting in 2020. So people have known, you know, known he's whatever, but he's not like a name brand guy. No. And even that year was, that was the, that was COVID year. Yeah. So it was nobody really, nobody really cared who won any awards that year. But I mean, he and Tyler Anderson are literally like holding the Dodgers together. I mean, the Dodgers, like their rotation has just been decimated. Kershaw's injury Bueller is going to be out for months um Julio Rios is serving up home runs like he's Oprah handing out you know gifts to the audience it's just been he's just been a lifesaver and I am thinking you know if the all-star game were happening today at Dodger Stadium Tony Gonsolin would start it yeah yeah crazy as that it's it's... never started an all-star game (laughs) which is also I mean don't even get me started um obviously I mean I don't, we don't need to get worked up about that kind of stuff, but no. my God, hats off to Tony Gonsolin. He's figured it out. He stopped throwing, um, you know, he's chopped, he's, he stopped trying to be fine with pitches that is, you know, that he, he could never get out of the fifth or sixth inning before. Now he's like pitching into the seventh and he looks great. And he, and he's the cat daddy and we're here for it. You know, it's, he's, it's so much fun. I mean, you know, obviously, it's early. And some of those things like you've talked about, I sure. mean, he, he has been a little bit hit lucky, maybe. I mean, the, yeah. his, but here's the thing he's your, your point is hundred percent, right. It's four four parts of seasons, right? He mm-hmm. came up in 2019. He's pitching four parts of seasons leagues hitting 179 against him. That's over yeah. his career, you know? So, yeah. so when you see the 147 batting average, people are ahead against him this year. Yeah. I mean, that's maybe that doesn't last, but this is, this is getting to the point where it's a skill. He is yeah. not, you, it, it, he is very, very difficult to hit. Yeah. And yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I had not really looked over um, that Dodgers thing. I mean, Tyler Anderson's eight. Again, we, we yeah. know pitcher wins or pitcher wins, whatever, but Tyler Anderson's eight, no, and Tony Gonsolin's eight. No, I mean, this is, that's, yeah. that's really incredible. It's yeah. really incredible that this is, this is what's holding that team together. And it, yeah. it is, it is. I look, I, I'd love to hear what you think about this because the, the Dodgers are, you know, great. They're 39 and 24. They're going to be fine. Sure. They're whatever, but you get the sense that 
that it's not they're not cruising. No, they're kind not. of the way I think we thought they might no. the way the Yankees are. They're no. they're you know, look, they're not even in first place as we are talking yes. with the Padres are. But again, they're just it just it's, feels rough with the it's Dodgers. It's been a struggle. It's been yeah. a struggle. I mean, they're they're like there's like a month, you know, like Mookie Betts, for instance. Mookie looked awful in April. Then he yeah. looked in looked like the MVP. Yeah, look, in best May. player in baseball. Yeah. Now yeah. he's struggling yeah. again. It's like okay, Freddie Freeman scuffling a little bit, and the middle of their lineup is just. I'm, I mean, I can't. Don't even get me started. Like <laughs> Max Muncie, Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner. Mendoza line city below Mendoza line, you know, yeah. Gavin Lux has been their most consistent offensive performer. Um, it's, it's been, it's definitely been a struggle, but you know, Tyler Anderson learned a new changeup grip and, and Tony Gonsolin has turned from, has evolved from, you know, uh, run preventer to like pitcher. Ace, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ace, so absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's a wild, it's a wild thing to, to have, but again, this is when you have an organization, the difference between the Dodgers and the angels, you know, well, one of the many differences, they can take a guy like, like Tyler Anderson and figure out, okay, this is the pitches you need to throw. This is what right. you want to do here right. and make them better, you know, and guys want to come to organizations like that. Cause then they can, you know, these are for Tyler Anderson is a former first round pick. He's a blue chip guy stuff is there it's like let's figure it out go to the dodgers for a year or go to the or go to the astros or the giants or teams that know what they're doing and um and fix it fix it and then go out in the open market and get paid like like uh kevin gossman did you know yeah yeah and um and the dodgers there's a reason why when when bueller and kershaw go down and Urias is inconsistent there's a reason why they have these this depth that can step up same yeah, you know it's a, it's a hallmark of a of a, um, a well-oiled machine. It's it's incredible. All yeah. right. Is, What's your number four? Well, before I get my number four, I, I want to ask, is Kershaw healthy now? He's back. He's he back. Last night. He pitched last night. He went, I believe, five innings, gave up a run. Um, so, yeah, I think he's healthy. I think they're going to take it really, really easy with him because they, they need him in October. But this is a team that's going to have to trade for an ace at the deadline again because yeah, um, Bueller might not come back this year. So they're going to need to go out and get somebody. I don't know who it is, but, I mean, Gonsolin, a small sample size, but he's not been good in the playoffs, um, really bad. So uh, I don't know if he's just a different pitcher now or what. They're not going to be comfortable uh, with that. I don't think. Well, so, I just love. We'll I just love that. I mean, look, he's he's hurt, and you're right. They're going to take it easy with him. But yeah. when Kershaw's been on the mound this year, he's been Kershaw. I mean, yeah. that's what's been. It's been great, you know, yeah. as far as that goes. I mean, you want him to stay healthy. Yeah. But he's he's pitched really well when he's pitched. Yeah. All right, my number four has been the, uh, and I think I know one of yours is going to be uh, the top of this yeah. division. But it the might overlap, yeah. The well, I don't think this will overnight because to me, the the crazy winning streaks by Atlanta and Philadelphia. Oh yeah, one. I mean, yeah. the that the National League East looked like a completely dead division. It looked sure. like a one team run, and and I love how the two you know huge winning streaks started. Atlanta, they had you know some sort of uh, you know Brian Snitker, the manager, had some sort of weird. A meeting with the group because it wasn't like a yelling and screaming meeting. It was more of a like, do your job kind of thing. And <laughs> yeah. really, like, literally, you went around and said, guys, let's do our jobs here. And then they went yeah. 12 in a row or 14 in a row or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's incredible. And then in Philadelphia, they they fired Joe Girardi 
and uh, bring in Rob Thompson, who, who and basically immediately said, yeah, Rob Thompson is an interim manager where he's not going to be the yeah. manager of this team. And like they're 13 and two since Rob Thompson took over yeah. and are just crushing the ball. Um, yeah. Super fun. Super fun. I, I, I don't know what's going to be. I don't think either of those two. Well, the Braves are obviously the Braves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Philadelphia is quite, you know, this good, but that division is suddenly alive. And, and yeah. I love, I mean, don't we love winning streaks? Oh, winning yeah. streaks are like the best. They're just the best. Yeah, you know, it's the best. The, Let me tell you, the, the, the Phillies came into Dodger Stadium and boat raced them. I yeah, mean, that sure offense did. was insane. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber looked like Babe Ruth again. You know, <laughs> Bryce Harper is out there. Bryce Harper can't out there throw. Playing, you know, with one arm hitting balls and you know, out of the out of the park. I mean, I love Alec Bohm. I mean, I, I just I love uh I hope it works out for him, you know. Yeah, I, I love that. I love his vibe. I love his energy. I love how he stood up and you know was accountable after after he got caught, you know, on a hot mic saying, uh, "Yep, the place sucks. Philly sucks." You know, <laughs> um, or I hate it here, or whatever it was. Um, and I love how the fans embraced him. I mean, I watch a lot of Phillies games because it's never a dull moment. I mean, yeah. the late inning adventures. It's just every single game. Every I mean, night. I don't know how. And I tweeted the other day, like, I don't know how these people do it for 160 oh, yeah. games a year. No, our, our dear friend, Ellen Adair, I, I God yeah. bless her, man. She's like night after night, just stealing, you know, dancing when they win and then like getting <laughs> oh, ready to God. dance and then watching the bullpen blow, like, you yeah. know, four run leads. I mean, it's, that's, it's madness. It's, it's mad. And it's, and what a town for that yeah. kind of madness oh, yeah. to happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then Atlanta is like, Look, we knew they were really good, and and yeah. and I think we probably can take a a pretty good guess that Ronald Acuna's return has had a lot sure. to do with yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Um, but they're they're back. They're a World Series threat again. I mean, after yeah. after really getting off to a pretty sluggish start. I should have listed them when I was listing the organizations who who make people better. When I said yeah. Dodgers, Giants, Astros, Braves. I mean, yeah, yes, that you yeah. guys go there, they get better. Um, the, the rookies are developed well. I mean, Dansby Stewanson um, has turned out to be a, a fine player, you know, who the Diamondbacks traded away. Absolutely. We won't, we won't even need to get, get into that. Austin but, Riley's really, yes. he's like, he's going to be an all-star for years, exactly. it looks like. Exactly. I mean, it's, Obviously, know, Ozzie Albee's one of my favorite players. That hurts. All MLB, that really hurts that he's out now. Um, yeah. I, I offered him my foot on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I've not heard back. We're roughly the same height. Uh, so, um, but yeah, yeah, it's fun. I mean, the, the, the East is fun. East is fun. East yeah. is fun. It's uh, there. There are some divisions that are fun and some divisions that are not that much fun, which I'm sure we'll get into, but, uh, yeah. so that's my number four, a couple of winning streaks. Okay. My number three is Tommy fam being insane. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much time we need to spend talking about this because I feel like everybody knows the story, but basically do not ever, ever under any circumstances join a fantasy league with Tommy Pham. No, no. He will get slapped. He will <laughs> pull up uh, injured reserved rules and slap you over it um, publicly and then um, continue to... Yeah. Uh, right. talk about it for for days and weeks 
I just, I am obsessed with this story because there was this high stakes fantasy football league that Mike Trout of all people was the commissioner of. Yes. And, it, and, and we know that Tommy Pham was in the league, but dropped out because he got so mad. We know Jock Peterson was in the league and we know, <laughs> and, and got slapped. And we know Alex Bregman was in the league and won it. So I don't know. This is very interesting to me because normally with fantasy, every team, every baseball team has a fantasy football league and they get all excited and they wear their stupid jerseys and they do the draft. It's a big deal, but they don't, there's not a lot of like inter uh, once you get traded from the team or whatever, like you can stay in the league. If you get dropped or traded, you can stay in the league that year, but the next year, like you got to like join your new team's fantasy league. Yeah. Like it's not like, it's just it's for players who are on the current team so to hear that there was just like this wild fantasy league with players from different teams it's like do these guys even know each other (laughs) obviously like fam and peterson did not know each other and peterson was talking shit to fam and fam got really upset yeah yeah but the funniest thing was it jocks on the braves (laughs) sending fam memes about the Dodgers and Giants smoking the Padres. And then this year, Fam is on the Reds and Jock's on the Giants. And Jock gets slapped because he was mean to the Padres. I mean, it's just so it's, it's so it's, good. It's oh. so good. And your your point, my favorite part of it is it never ends. Like no. every day Tommy Pham has something oh. new to say about it. Oh, and and he's talking about all the people who are like supporting him oh, for, for being a for being a maniac about the oh, about fantasy God. football. And by the way, it's so funny because like the story breaks, okay, it's about fantasy football. And then Tommy Pham says, well, he said some disrespectful stuff. And then Jock Peterson shows us has the, the receipts, right? Oh he has God. the receipts of the meme that he sent, this, which was this, goofy and completely harmless okay. and, and ridiculously. This is why Jock Peterson is a national treasure. Yeah. He was standing at his locker yeah, waiting for reporters with the receipts. Okay. <laughs> he was... Normally, you know, after games, like players, like just, you know, they're getting food, they're getting treatment they're whatever, or they're just trying to get dressed and get out of there. Like they don't love talking to media. They do it because it's their job, but they right. don't. Jock is like, yes, I am here for this. I am messy. I am ready. You yes. know? Yes. Like, no, I'm filling them in. And, and it is clear as time goes on that the meme had nothing to do with it, oh that it really God. was all about the fantasy football. So stupid. And, and yeah, no, I, I got to tell you, I mean, it's it's I mean, it's the story that just keeps giving. It imagine just keeps giving. Poor Mike Trout being the commissioner. First of all, <laughs> that's like the worst commissioner choice I've ever heard. Because why he, would he do it? Why would he do it? He's yeah. busy being Mike Trout. He doesn't have time for this. And he has like a one-year-old, I think, or something. He doesn't have time yeah. to be your commissioner. Look, between his family and knowing what yeah. the weather is in every city in the he's country, busy. he's busy. The guy and, is busy. And he's boring. He's not going to lay down the law. He's not like, <laughs> he does not strike me as a confrontational person. No, no. Why would make, he be? No, he's not going to be like, stop it. Cut it out. This is how it's going to be. And shut up. Like he's just, <laughs> he's just going to be like, 
like, oh, I don't know what to do and just ignore it while all this festers. I mean, it was just the worst possible decision. Yeah, to no, have it's, him in it's, charge. You need a nerd. You need a starting pitcher who only like works one day a week. Right. You need like a Ross Stripling, you know, <laughs> like a guy who does like investment banking on the side. Who yeah. Works one day. A week. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, you, it's so, and poor Mike. Poor amateur Mike. hour. Poor Mike. And then, of course, uh, he's like the most boring interview ever. So he didn't really want to talk about it no like, oh, and look God. and i and i gotta tell you i don't blame him get yeah. you, you don't want to be in the middle it's, oh. it's i think if you are in like this there's that that rule where you look around a poker table if you don't see the sucker then the sucker is you yeah if you look around the fantasy football league and you don't see the crazy person the crazy person is you yes and yes. i think mike trout looks around and goes oh no i'm the same person oh, i've got to i'm staying out of this and 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 i don't I, blame him I just have so many questions. Like, how did this league start? Whose idea was it? <laughs> who was friends with who? Why did this happen? How this, long has it been going on? Who else has gotten slapped? I mean, it's just like, it's going to be a perfect oral history 10 years look, from now. Look, you know? this is why we go to the Molly Knight Substack. Okay. Oh We're waiting for you to give us the full, complete, I and I, I'm going to find out who was in the league. Oh, I, I want I, everything. I want everything. everything. I want I want a 30 for 30 level story oh on your- If on, I could like- Go to Jock whenever, like whenever <laughs> this is happening next, and just be like, okay, just tell me everything. I uh, just tell me everything. I want to know literally everything. I've literally you. everything. I need to know who the quarterbacks, who had what quarterback, <laughs> who had what running back. I need to know what the trades were. I need to know all of it. I want it all. I want it all. all. Absolutely. It. Oh, Jock so is also my favorite factoid about Jock is that he's also um, his childhood's. Uh, her dad is the COO of Apple. <laughs> Oh my god! They grew up in Palo Alto together. <laughs> Jock is no dummy, okay? Um, and I just, I just, he's a he's a legend in my mind. Oh, he's, he's a, a legend. He's an absolute legend. Yeah, no, okay. it, it just gets better and better all the time with Jock. Oh, yeah. So with, if this is not over, and now they're gonna play each other again soon, and some giants made T-shirts about it, and it's just like. <laughs> Jock's going to get my, our, our beautiful boy is going to get slapped again or hit by a pitch. Or the other thing about something. the slap was oh. he didn't even seem that bothered about it. Like, like oh. he was sort of like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's yeah. That, this, is, this is what, yeah, this, also, this is really, what you get. This is what you get. He, why didn't he punch him? Why did he just, No, he, it wasn't that he didn't punch Stupid. him. He didn't even seem that like, he was like, I yeah, know. all right. Yeah. You know, oh not God. the first time I've been slapped by another player on oh another team. Like, it was just so great. All right. Story of the year. Okay. What's your number three? All right. So my number three is, and this is, I would say again, more because of what it, it's doing for the game. Yeah. I'm not the world's biggest Manny Machado fan being yeah, honest. Me neither. Me neither. But I got to give it up to him, man. I mean, that Padres team is playing well and yep. Machado who is absolutely I, to me, one of the most amazing things about Manny Machado is Manny Machado is almost exactly the same age as Bryce Harper, right. and he actually has more war than Bryce Harper wow. does for his career. No. Well, he's, he hasn't been as injured. Yeah, he hasn't I mean, been injured, but you don't think about him. You just never think about him. Yeah. And now he's having his – look, he's had great years before, sure. really great years, but he is having his MVP-type season yeah. now, and got to give it up to him. He's a, he's a truly yeah. – truly great player he really is and, and we're doing this without without um you know El without is Tatis? It, yeah is without this, is, he, is his nickname el nino did i make that up el nino that 
I think I might have made that up. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. I like thought Sergio Garcia was on Nino. I remember. Let me look up Fernando Tatis's junior. I, I might have just named him that. I no, mean, you, might, you might be right. He's you my favorite. Right. I mean, oh, how could you not if, we're, love if him? we're being honest, he's my favorite. Yeah, El Nino is his name. There it is, El okay. Nino or, or Bebo. Yeah, he's my favorite player on MLB. Like, if I were a kid, that's who I'd be trying oh, to be. Yeah. He's so cool. He makes everything look look cool. I mean, I don't know why he rides a motorcycle. I'm saying he could avoid the motorcycle drive. That's like oh literally, it's it's like every it's like every player has Ugh. that like one tiny weakness that you don't know and you, you wait to find out. My and God. his is motorcycles. That's oh like God. the weakness that he has. I just did not see this coming where they, they would be in first place without without yeah. him. But you know, I, Melvin's done an, an absolutely fantastic job from what i've heard and i know people who work there are a lot of people who work in that um organization who i know who just like say that it's just been night and day last year from a collapse and and i think a lot of us knew that in fact i was talking to uh somebody who was like going you know the the best off-season move was padres hiring bob melvin like that literally somebody who is not necessarily like somebody who yeah. really is a new new age thinker, not somebody sure. who who gives too much credit to managers. But he just said, you know, look, I mean, I think for years we've known that Melvin is, you know, one of the best, if not the best in the game. Right. Um, but that team is playing great. And again, you just can't. They're getting great pitching. Joe Musgrove is another Cy Young candidate. Oh, yeah. Is um, he hurt or is COVID right he now? He is hurt. Yeah, well, he's out. He's, he's, on, the, he's okay. on the he's on the IL. Yeah, I was looking um, that up earlier. Uh, but but uh you just got to give it up to Manny Machado. You just have yeah. to. I mean, he's, he's playing incredible baseball. Yeah. Okay. Where are we at? Number, number, number two. two, number two, number two, the New York metropolitan. Oh yeah. Being yeah. good finally. And without Jacob DeGrom and they're doing it and I love it. I mean, the Mets, I lived in New York for eight years, the Mets. Um, I just fell in love with the Mets when I lived yeah. there. Uh, they became my second team after the Dodgers. Um, I, you know, it's just been so much drama, so much drama always with that team. And it just seems like they have an owner in there who wants to spend their, their, um, you know, modeling themselves after the Dodgers wisely and it's working and baseball is better when the Mets are good. Period. It's true. Well, and there's another team that, that probably really helped themselves. You don't know. Like, like I, I wrote a piece last week, you know, questioning, okay, how much did the Girardi thing have to do with the Phillies getting good? Who knows? Yeah, Nobody yeah. really knows, but, but everybody I talked to in New York will tell everybody. you that Buck Showalter has everybody. made a gigantic difference. Everybody. There. And how about Pete Alonzo? I know. Like, you know, Polar this bear. Polar bear is absolutely mashing and. Yeah. They're good. They're good They're, because they have not had a lot of breaks. It's not no. like it's not like you've looked at that team and thought, oh, everything's no. gone right. DeGrom hasn't back. Scherzer's hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've they've their pitching staff has not been that great, especially as of late, but they're just scoring runs like crazy. Yeah. And and they're doing yeah. it with guys not necessarily having outrageously good years. I mean, right. they're they're good. They're really, really good. They're really good. Lindora settled in like we knew he would. Yes. I mean, he had a rough, a rough start to his Mets career, but he, he settled did. in. And I just, I hear the same thing. And so much so that I was actually thinking about doing a piece, um, you know, about uh, just asking guys, like, how much does a manager matter? Right. 
It's a fascinating question. It's, it's it, I think it's different for different teams. Like, honestly, I think Dave Roberts has done a fine job with the Dodgers. I mean, he, he's good at, at dealing with media and dealing sure. with players and front office and, you know, kind of doing what Andrew Friedman wants, but like, okay, I could manage the Dodgers. Yeah. I just, I could teach right in Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner <laughs> every day in the lineup. You're good to go. You're probably going to win. Okay. Yeah. Like I couldn't manage the angels. I couldn't manage the Mets. I couldn't manage the Phillies. Like all the t- this teams that have all of this, like, and the Padres after their collapse, right? Like teams that have all of this, like yuck, this stank yeah. on them from like, from failing to meet expectations from drama, from whatever, right? Drama, trauma, losing. It takes a certain type of manager to get in there. And it's like, you're kind of, you got to be steady, Eddie. You got to be a little bit psychotherapist. You got to be a little bit, you know, like yeah. they look to you. They really need it. Seems like Absolutely. the Dodgers, they're used to, and even the Astros, they're used, well, think, those guys are used to winning. I think that's know? right. I think there are a lot of teams that have the win that have, perfectly fine managers who everybody Mm -hmm. and there are teams and and it's interesting because I would include the Braves you listen to those guys talk about how much they love Brian Snicker and how much he means to them and and all of that you you see it in New York you see it in San Diego there are certain managers who it's not just about the moves they made on the field of course it's it's about the the way they handle themselves, the yeah. way they the way they protect players, the way mm-hmm. that they and you know and, and it's funny there is something like players are not dumb and what players understand is when managers screw up, which they inevitably do, even the best ones, like what do, how do they handle it? Like, right. do they, do they, do they lash out? Do they, do they pass the buck? Do they pay, take the blame? There's like a certain thing that, that people understand about responsibility and, and like, you know, I don't think you can argue that Buck Showalter's had a real impact in New York. Oh, absolutely. Just, we, we're both hearing the same things from yeah. everybody. Yeah. Just everybody. rave reviews. It just makes you wonder why he wasn't managing. I mean, why? Well, I mean, he, he's done this before and then he's, yeah. and then he's, you know, been a disaster after that. Right. I mean, it's, uh, it's yeah. a, it's a very, you know, this is, this is Buck Walter time. Buck, Buck yep. loves, Buck's great the first couple of years for sure. Yep. And, and so, uh, so, so they need to, they need to cash in while he's hot. All right. My number two, number two. Yeah. Yeah. That's my number two is not my favorite one, but my okay. number two, my number two is the Yankees. I, yeah. You cannot, you cannot talk about what's going on in the 2022 season without this team is, is a steamroller, just an absolute steamroller. They're they're yeah. They, they really could win 120 games. I mean, they leave the league yeah. in runs. They leave the league in ERA. You don't know like how much is, it's like Nestor Torres, Cortez going to be this good all year, you know, yeah. and, and, but, but then you're like, well, if he falls off, you know, Garrett Cole probably will be better than he's yep. been, you know? Yep. Uh, I think Aaron judge absolutely is, is going to hit 55, 60 home runs. I mean, mm-hmm. that seems, I mean, he stays healthy, uh, but, but everybody's mashing on that. I mean, Rizzo's mashing and, yep. and uh, Gliber Torres suddenly found his home run stroke yep. after, yep. after nothing going on Stanton, you know, when he's healthy, he mashes. Sure. Uh, even Josh Donaldson's come on a little bit after a little bit. really bad start. Joey Gallo's yeah. doing exactly what they thought. He's hitting home runs and striking out. I mean, this this lineup is going to score a billion yeah. runs, and that rotation is crazy good. And that bullpen 
you know, it, it's like Chapman or no Chapman. It doesn't matter. That bullpen yep. is Clay Holmes is, is ridiculous. Like, yep. like nobody can hit him. Nobody can touch yep. Clay Holmes. King's been really good. I King's mean, been good. Just, this is yeah, boy. They're, you know, they're, they're, they look unstoppable and obviously yep. postseason changes everything and short sure. series, but, but that team looks pretty much unbeatable to me right now it would be really funny if the twins somehow beat them in a short that would be fun like that if if the yankees like break the the 2001 seattle mariners uh uh, win record and then then go out the same way the way the mariners do not by Uh, the yankees yeah that would be awesome well you are you perfectly set up my number one uh which is aaron judge um i when aaron judge turned down you know, seven year, $213 million contract um, that would start, I, I think next season. And it would have been, he, it would have been um, more average annual value than Mookie Betts and Mike Trout. And he turned it down. Yeah. Right. And I remember yeah. it was like a big deal. And Cashman came out and said, we're so disappointed. We've been trying and all, right. blah, blah, blah. And that is like, man. And, you know, he's had some injuries in the past and some different things that happen and all this stuff. And you're thinking like, Oh my God, I hope this isn't a mistake. I, what, you know, what if he, something, I mean, I'm sure, I guess he'd take out an insurance policy or you do something at that point. Course, if you're Right. But, oh my God, every time I look up, the dude is hitting a home run. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to have him on my fantasy team. And, <laughs> that uh, helps. I, yeah. And, uh, I get little alerts when my players hit home runs, which is my little happy alerts every day. It's like, oh, the Yankee games must've started because judge hit a home run, you know, like it's every, it feels like every day. Um, I just, this guy is backing it up. He's bet it. He bet on himself. He's going out there. He's having the best year of his career. He's leading a, you know, the, 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 the marquee franchise in the biggest market. I mean, there's no other hill for him to climb at this point. I don't, I don't see him, the Yankees letting him get away. Um, but he, he has earned himself a payday and I, and I just, you know, he's the best. He's been amazing this year. He's my he's, number one. He's well, he should be. He's the show. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, you again, like the Yankees or not like the Yankees, why you, you tune in when he's hitting, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, this is, and he really, it's going to be very interesting if he approaches 60, you know, look one way or another, it's going to be going for records, right? Cause they'll be going for the Yankee sure. record no matter what, yep. but also nobody that I know is particularly satisfied with uh barry bonds uh mark mcguire sammy sosa nobody's you know those all all of those records feel you know they're there nobody's denying them but but i i've talked to very few people who who treat those as real records and and they they prefer hank aaron's 714 and they prefer roger maris's 61 and so if aaron judge gets close i mean that's going to be a very interesting thing to watch for sure and uh and i think he will because he has 25 right now yeah through 66 games yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry 64 games 64 the yankees are just about halfway you know halfway through and he's got 25 home runs i mean yeah yeah oh yeah um, the yankees only have 64 games i mean they're you know we're still still three weeks away from the halfway point for them so um you know it's it's uh it's something it is. It is really something. So that's going to be fun to watch. That's yeah. going to be fun to watch. All right. My number one is, you know, I think, you know, this, I I'm love excited. I'm ready for this. I don't well, know. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, I love players who are great players who do not 
get the respect that they deserve. I over think I know years. who you're going to say, but so I'm actually saying two guys. There are okay. two players this year who are having monster seasons who are truly great players that nobody ever talks about. Can I guess one? Cause Let's, he almost made my list. Go ahead. Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is one Holy of them. Holy crap. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. And the other one is Paul Goldschmidt. Oh yeah. yeah. These well, he, two, these two yeah. guys are just great players. Yeah. Great. Been happened for years and years. I mean, Goldschmidt's yeah. finished second or third in the MVP voting a bunch of times. Ramirez right. is, as well. Ramirez to me is the most underrated player in baseball and has been for like a decade now. Yeah. It's like, it's like nobody, because he's so small and you know, he doesn't look, he looks kind of plumpy and you know, whatever, yeah. right, 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 like right. nobody ever takes him seriously. And all the guy does is mash. Like all the guy right. does is yeah. hit. He's such, he's only 29 years old and he's already finished top five in the MVP voting three times. I mean, yeah. he's, he's such a great player. And he's doing it again this year. He's leading the league in triples and, and yep. RBIs and he's hitting 300 and he's, yep. he's walking a bunch and, and he has struck out 20 times all uh, year. He's such he, a great player. I love has, him so much. He has 16 home runs and 20 strikeouts. Yeah. yeah. He has 62 RBIs, 11 stolen bases on base percentage of 397 and a 642 slug. <laughs> yeah. I love him so much. Yeah. I love him so much. And yeah. then in the national league, I mean, Goldie. You know, I loved Goldie when he was in Arizona. You yeah. know, I, oh, I've, yeah, he goes to the Cardinals. I'm like, of course he did. Right. Like yeah. that's the perfect that's, Cardinals guy. That, yeah. He goes over there and he's like solid and solid and solid. He's, and he's now he struggled a little bit over yeah, there. Yeah. He struggled that a first year. He came yeah. on toward the end of the year. Uh, but you know, look, he didn't make an all-star team. There's three years in, sure. in, in, uh, St. Louis. And now man, he is, killing it i mean he's hitting yeah. 344 426 631 yeah. uh he's he leads the league in hits he's got 16 <laughs> homers he's he's great in the bases he's great defensively he's he's just a force he's just you, an absolute force can you imagine getting on base 42 percent of the time oh yeah like, do you know how hard baseball is i mean Goldschmidt <laughs> is leading all of baseball in hits with 83 yep. batting average 344 like you said yep. on base 426 Slug leading in 631, leading in OPS, leading in OPS plus, leading in total bases. I mean, yeah. he's probably the MVP front runner in the, it, it, in the National League. Yeah, I mean, I'd say right now in the National Maybe. League, it's 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. It's, it's you know, tough. it's 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 tough because there's several other guys having right. Having Machado's great a better teams. Machado's a better defender. Yeah, I mean, look, I would probably give it to Machado right yeah. now. You yeah. know, but but I mean, it's. It's Goldschmidt or, or Machado. Look at Tommy Edmonds having a great year in St. Louis yeah, as well. Um, right. I mean, there's there are a few guys having great years, but I, to me, the fact that Goldschmidt has been so underappreciated, uh, I love that that he and maybe even Jose Ramirez will start getting a little bit of pub because wow, those those guys are just awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. There you go. I'm excited. I'll be going to going to the All Star game. I'm excited to see all these guys, even though All Star games are so weird. Yes. Um, just kind of excited to have that vibe and and to see, you know, just to see what's what. Um, I think the city of LA, it's been 40 years since the All-Star Game's been in LA. I think it's gonna be fun in LA. The city yeah. is super excited. Um, and uh yeah, it'll be it'll be a show, it'll be great. It's gonna be yeah. so fun. It's gonna be so yeah. fun. All right, Molly, we did it. We we, we get through it. our we went through our uh our five greatest things, so we'll have to do this again soon. 
Yes, we will. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Have a awesome. wonderful, uh, everybody listening, have a wonderful day.